0: Hello, friends, and welcome to a special Christmas episode of Into the Word. 2021 has been a difficult year, another difficult year, and the strain and the stress are starting to add up, aren't they? And so we find ourselves in need of serious joy. And with that in mind, I thought we would zoom in together on the announcement made by the angel to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2. By the way, have you ever noticed that at the start of the story, there's only one angel? And then in verse 13 of Luke chapter 2, the Bible says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So the one angel was joined by a choir of many angels. We, We often miss that detail. So what did the one angel say? that caused a choir of angels to come down from heaven to celebrate with men and women on the earth. That's what I'd like to take a deeper look at. If you have your Bible with you, I'd love for you to open it now to Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. The angel said to the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Good news of great joy. Joy, of course, is one of the main themes of the Christmas season. If you've been receiving Christmas cards this year, chances are on the front cover of at least a few of them, it'll say something like joy to the world, or maybe just joy, joy, joy. Joy is one of the big ideas here. But what is joy? If you go to church long enough, at some point, someone will point out to you that joy in the Bible is different than merely happiness. Happiness is a response to favorable circumstances or pleasurable experiences. But joy is something you can feel anywhere in any circumstance. Joy is something you can feel even in a barn or a cave or wherever it was that Jesus was born. We know he was laid in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So joy is something you can feel even when you are poor, even when your plans don't work out, and even when your wife is really, really mad at you for not calling ahead to book a hotel room. Joy is not related to present circumstances joy in the Bible has to do with the feeling that God's people have when they see him acting in history to secure or advance their salvation. Joy is what we feel when God does something amazing on our behalf. So the angel in this story tells the shepherds to rejoice, to feel and express joy because of certain things they're about to see. So what are those things? What did the shepherds see that gave them cause for joy? The first thing they saw was the birth of the Savior. The angel says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. In Matthew's gospel, we're told that an angel, probably this same angel, was sent to speak to Joseph about the baby that would be born to Mary. And he explained to Joseph exactly what type of Savior Jesus would be. He said, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That's Matthew 1.21. You see, in the Bible, sin is the real problem. Sin is what keeps us from God and keeps us from being the people we're created and intended to be. Sin is a stain and sin is a virus. It makes us hide and it makes us less. And so Jesus came to save human beings from their sins. He did that by paying for our sins through his death on the cross. And he did that by giving us the gift of his Holy Spirit to live within us. The angel told the shepherds to go and see that and to be glad. But baby Jesus was more than a savior. He was also a king. That's the second thing that the shepherds saw. The angel told them that the baby would be born in the city of David, the city of the great king, and that he would be called Christ the Lord. Well, that's three different ways of saying that Jesus would be a king and not just a king, he would be the king. The king that God's people had been waiting for for a very long time. The king who would be like King David, only better. A king who would obey God perfectly and distribute gifts and blessings from heaven among all his earthly subjects. A king who would know God intimately and lead God's people wisely. You know, people like to think that they don't need leaders, But that's not true. We do. The problem is that most of our leaders aren't Jesus. (laughs) Of course, all of our leaders except Jesus aren't Jesus. So we always end up battered, bruised, and abandoned. Which, of course, (laughs) makes us long all the more for Jesus, (laughs) the good shepherd of the sheep. He will lead us beside the still waters, and he will restore our souls. For us to be the people we were created and intended to be, we need a Savior to deal with our sin, and we need a King to lead us and guide us home. And Jesus was both of those things. So the angel told the shepherds to go and see the child born to Mary in the city of David and to rejoice. The angel gave them good news about what God had done to secure their salvation, and he told them to respond in the appropriate way. But what about us? Is is this joy something that we remember or something that we can experience now? Of course, through the Bible and through the church, when we get together and remember these things, we can see what the shepherd saw. We can see our Savior and we can see our King and we can be glad too. But joy is something that we can feel whenever we see God moving to secure or advance our salvation. And and so I just want to ask right now if there's anything we can see now today that would give us cause for joy. And I think that there is. Two things come immediately to my mind. First of all, we see the gospel spreading to every tribe, tongue, and nation on planet earth. As, As I speak these words to you, I'm sitting here in my office in Canada. And here in this country, it feels like the gospel is retreating. It feels as though there are fewer people loving and following Jesus today than there were 50 years ago. And that may be true, but it might not be true. It actually might just be that the false and fake believers are being shaken off. Time will tell. But one thing that is absolutely clear is that the gospel is spreading and many men, women, boys, and girls are coming to faith in Jesus throughout the wider world. Did you know that there are more Christians in Africa now than there are in North America? And there are more Christians in Asia than there are in North America. Did you know that by the year 2030, which is in eight years, it is predicted that there will be more Christians in communist China than there are in the United States of America? That's how fast the gospel is spreading right now in most of the world. And Jesus said that would happen just before the end. He said in Matthew 24, verse 14, This gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Which leads me to the second thing we can see that ought to be cause for great joy. We can see a world preparing to meet its master. Jesus said that the world would have to go through some terrible pains and upheavals in order to make way for his coming. He compared those pains and upheavals to birth pangs. He said in Mark 13, verse 8, For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. Jesus said that the world would go through some serious trials and pains prior to his coming into the world. Most of us have never experienced anything like that until this pandemic. And, and now we feel like the world is being turned upside down. It hurts. But the good news, just like any mom will tell you, is that the pain eventually gives way to great joy. Jesus said that too. He said in John 16, verse 21, When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy, that a human being has been born into the world. My friends, we need to remember that right now. Times are tough. Pains are upon us. But that's only because a human being is coming into the world. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. (laughs) And the Lord is coming. Thanks be to God. And thank you for listening to this short, special episode from of the Word. I just want to remind you that starting on January 1st, 2022, we will be releasing a brand new series on the book of Ezra. In addition, we will be releasing the entire Life 100.3 radio series on the book of Genesis. So if you're using the Robert Murray McShane or RMM Bible reading plan, that means that for the first 10 days of January, anyway, we'll have audio content to help you with all four columns in your plan. We covered the Gospel of Matthew and the Acts of the Apostles a few years ago. So all of that material is there and can be accessed through the Into the Word app or via the website at www.intoftheword.ca. Well, that's it for us here in 2021, but we'll see you right back here in just a few days for the beginning of another journey together through the whole counsel of God. We'll see you then.